Good morning and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in thy house. God's word for today. Philippians chapter 4, beginning in verse 1. Therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, and long for my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech you, Dias, and beseech Syntyche, that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labor with me in the gospel. With Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again I say, rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are, tr- are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again, wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Now that I speak, not that I speak in respect of want, for I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. I know both how to be abased And I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. Notwithstanding, ye have well done that you did communicate with my affliction. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, no church communicated with me as concerning giving and receiving, but ye only. For even in Thessalonica, you sent once and again unto my necessity. Not because I desire a gift, but I desire fruit that may abound to your account. But I have all, and I am and abound. I am full, having received the Epaphroditus, the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. But my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. In this, we learn from God through Apostle Paul how we should live by the Holy Scriptures in that we be mindful of our character and how we treat everyone. Demonstrate the love of God, our Father, by loving each other as much as lieth within us. In doing so, 
God will supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. Life is not easy for any of us. But what of that? We must have perseverance and above all confidence in ourselves. We must believe that we are gifted for something and that this thing must be attained. Marie Curie. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus Christ, as again this morning, as we come to thee, God, we say good morning, God, and we ask you to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought that you'll take pleasure in continuing to lead God and direct us to we be who you would have us to be. We ask you, Lord God, to keep us confident, God, in your promises that as we move forward, the enemy is on the prowl seeking to manipulate God, our belief and our thinking, God, our trust in you and in your word, God, but we are determined that we are going to persevere because uh, you thought enough of us to put your spirit in us, that causes us, empowers us to be able to resist the devil and make him flee from us. God, and we thank you for it. Again, this morning, God, we know that you look beyond our faults and our flaws. We know that we didn't qualify to be saved. But out of your grace and your mercy and your love, God, the many of us that have the baptism of your spirit is because you decided to do it. And for that, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. And God, and in our request this morning, God, we ask that everyone that seek you in sincerity and in truth, that you baptize them too with the Holy Ghost, that they too will have the indwelling of the Christ of God, that they too will be able to experience the promise of your word that we are empowered to resist the devil and he'll have to flee from us because you let us know, God, in your word that if we will trust your word, if we'll trust you and have faith and confidence in you, that even in the midst of the valleys, in the midst of the hardships, the trials and the tribulations, your word still tells us that we bind it in the earth, it shall be bound in heaven. If we loose it in the earth, it shall be loosed in heaven. God, because you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. Help us, God, as we move forward, God, in the name of Jesus to Christ, to be reminded, God, that we want to reciprocate the love that you've demonstrated in our life. We want to just love you back, and in order to do that, we got to love humanity in spite of. we got to love those, God, that despitefully use us, those that lie on us, those that mock us and scoffers. God, because with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we can do it, Lord God, and we can forgive them, and we shall forgive them, Lord, in the name of Jesus the Christ, that when they see our conduct, when they see our attitude, when they hear our testimony, they'll give heed to our counsel, and God, and they'll seek to come out of that darkness and that lack of knowledge that they're in, into this light that you have created for the righteous, and for that, I say, thank you, God, thank you, God, hallelujah. God, and I'm asking you again today, if you'd be so kind, God, to just forgive us again, anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought. God, that we'll persevere, that we'll move forward, God, particularly for the pastors, God, and of the, the, the sheepfolds that they shepherd, Lord God, that we pray. And I'm asking you again this morning to grant us each a refreshing from your presence, that we will, God, 
be determined to preach and to teach this gospel without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to teach it with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence, realizing how lost we were, how lacking we were in understanding and clarity. And as we look around us and you allow us to, from understanding your word, when we look at the other brethren, God, how they don't know and don't know that they don't know. But we beseech you, God, by your mercy, God, your wisdom, that you guide us and direct us into their lives, that we can help them uh, to come out of the darkness they're in, that lack of knowledge, because we can share with them that we too were just like that. And we give you praise for it this morning, God, because we know that you love all of humanity. Your script, your word teaches us that all souls belong to you, but you also let us know about the soul that sinned and shall die. God, and we're asking you again this morning to continue to prove yourself, move by your spirit, Lord God, let the Holy Ghost have its way in our life, that we be the demonstrators, God, we be the truth of the gospel, God, that that truth, because Jesus Christ said, I am the way, I'm the life and I'm the truth and let that <clears throat> let that truth be demonstrated in us and through us that people will see it and they'll understand and they'll seek to turn away from this darkness that they're in into this light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, and you will baptize as men as seek you in sincerity and in truth with the baptism of the Holy Ghost that they too will have the indwelling of the power of God, hallelujah, the Christ of God, the anointing, God, that you have given, Lord, and only you can give. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you for it. God, and again, God, let these preachers preach, God, and don't be afraid of what man can do to them, but be live according to the instructions you've given us as pastors and as leaders to help the people understand the, the knowledge of the gospel. So that when we are alone and we're by ourselves and the enemy attack us and he tries to overcome us and, and make us feel like that there's no help for us and we must succumb to his desires and wishes. God, even when sickness overcomes us, God, we're going to remember, God, that you're God and you're God alone, that you don't lie, but you're the great promise keeper. God, and you said that you would withhold no good things for them that walk up right before you. So we know, God, by confidence in your word that when we ask you for help, ask you for your, in, um, God, to your intervention into our lives, God, we know that healing is going to come to us, God, and everyone that's in a sick bed anywhere, whatever the sickness might be, because everything is subject to you, God, based on your word. And we know, God, hallelujah, that when the people get out of those sick beds, when people didn't think they would, and they begin to go and share the truth of the gospel. God walking in the humility. God, that the word teaches us that we should walk in. In that God, that our demonstration, God, hallelujah, should not be reflective of the mentality of the world with the fads and the trends that the world uh, is demonstrating, God. But we are to walk in the simplicity of the gospel, hallelujah, to help people to realize, God, that if we're going to act just like the world, look just like the world, do the things that the world uh, is doing, God, then we are no better than the world. God, and we can't draw people out of the world if we're going to act just like them. God, but we know, God, hallelujah, that you've told us by your word that we are to be a peculiar people. 
We are, with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we are a peculiar people. So in order to be peculiar, we got to be different from the things around us. Our conduct has to be different from the people around us. Our conviction, our persuasion has to be different from those around us that don't know you, Lord God, in the parting of their sin by the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And God, and we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord, and help us all, God, to particularly us preachers, Lord, to help us remind, to keep ourselves reminded that we are the lead of the demonstration of being the example of holiness and separateness and peculiarity. God, in the name of Jesus, then to help us keep us reminded that we cannot decide within ourselves what's holy and what's unholy. God, so that we can do what we want to do and and then get caught up in the trends and the values of secularism, God. But we are to walk by your spirit and your word teaches us to come out from among them that won't walk according to your word and won't do the things that your word teaches, God. So help us as pastors and preachers, God, and spiritual leaders, God, saints, witnesses of the gospel that have come to know the truth by the baptism of the Holy Ghost to be that difference in the life of people around us. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. Asking the Lord God for those that have lost their way, God, because of getting caught up in by the influence of Satan, God, in all of these new philosophies and these trends and all of these new things that the world has come up with and, and preachers and teachers that say that you sent them, God, that they're all involved in these things and they're teaching it to your people, but yet the falling away is taking place. God, so help us as pastors and preachers and teachers and leaders. God, and if we're going to be effective with the gospel of Jesus Christ, if we're going to do the work that you've charged us to do, then some of those people that will lend an ear to what we're saying will turn around, they'll turn away from all of this falling away. And, well, um, I don't see where we got to do that. And I don't see where the words say, this is what you're supposed to do, why you can't do this. And I don't read in the word this and that. God, but we as pastors, as leaders, spiritual leaders, as believers, God, our demonstration should be, God, what the word instructs us to be. And we take pride in it that we can help people, God, that have lost their way because of their feelings and their emotions. And they've allowed, God, their flesh to lead them and guide them in decision-making that, God, today, hallelujah, we're going to be able to turn they're in their influence, God, and they'll turn back to you. And when they turn back to you, they're asking for forgiveness. God, and when you hear that genuine plea for forgiveness, you're going to reinstate them, God, back into this life of holiness, peculiarity, God, and righteousness all by your word, God, and they'll take God pride in, in it that they will march forward and help the other people to understand Hallelujah, what it's going to take for them to come out of that darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God. And we're asking you again, God, today to restore the self-sufficiency and financial independence to those, God, that have lost their livelihoods. God, so many people have, because rent prices have gone up. Uh, God, hallelujah, interest rates have gone up. That's it. Some people just can't afford to maintain their mortgages, to maintain their rent. And they've had to move out and they've had to, and they're struggling to hard to do God, hallelujah, 
God, just to have what they have and some are just losing it. But I'm praying and I'm asking you again this morning, Holy Father, if you demonstrate your kindness and your love and your mercy as you have down through our life that when you hear people crying out <clears throat> in sincerity and in truth, God, that you will turn things around in their life. You'll restore their self-sufficiency. You'll restore their financial independence. God, they will get back and they will be able to help others to understand. So look what the Lord has done. God, and they'll give you credit and they will just magnify, God, your, your love. God, by sharing their testimonies that people that have been doubting and people that God around them that just didn't believe. God, privately, God, and personally and prayerfully, they will turn and begin to cry out to you. Lord, forgive me and save me from this underworld generation. And when you hear that cry, God, you're going to reinstate self-sufficiency. You're going to reinstate financial independence, God, in the name of Jesus to Christ and the way that only you can do it and people will know that. They will have to know and trust that it took God to get that done because there are jobs that have closed down because people don't honor you. They don't reverence you. And so you've caused their job to come down because you've loosed your fury, your wrath, and your indignation in the land. And it's impacting people's lives. As we see our economy the way it is, we see our the politics in America is the way it is, God, because people, God, hallelujah, they, the way they treat people, people just feel like that they, because they have more, because they possess more, that they're just better than everybody else. And so they mistreat humanity. God, and we know, God, that what you're doing with all of these, with this wars upon wars and rumors of wars and kingdoms against kingdoms and earthquakes in diverse places and God, hallelujah, the pestilence in the land that's still going on, still taking lives, but not at the rate that you could let it be because you're trying to get the attention of people to turn. But some just still refuse to turn because they love to mistreat people and take and take and take and won't help those they could help. God, and we know that your fury against that, God, is just overrunning and we, you're moving by your spirit. But help those of us that know you, God, by the parting of our sin, by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, to teach your love to teach your mercy, to teach and demonstrate, God, your mercy, your love, and your kindness. God, that we're not going to try to present ourselves as better than anybody else, but we refuse to step down from the fact that we do understand the gospel because you put your spirit in us to cause it to be so. And we're not going to let them back us down from that. But because if anything at all, God, we know that we were ignorant and didn't know, but you look beyond our faults and you saved us and we know that you're going to do it in the future. And for that, we say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We ask you again, God, this morning, if you'd be so kind to look on those that have lost loved ones and strengthen their hearts as they move forward. And just like God, <clears throat> there's a greater, every time somebody is shot, God, and murdered in the streets, are <clears throat> in their homes. Many people are ready to hit the streets and march and do things and all, but they don't march to church. They won't come together and group together and go to church and seek you, God, for salvation, seek you for your guidance. And they just do what they do. And this is why 
God, I believe, God, that so many of these killings and things are, are doing what they are because of the way it is systemically across the world that people are getting larger weapons and more weapons to kill human beings with, God, and destroying humanity. God, and we know by your word that you are so angry with humanity for doing such things. But we know that payday is coming after a while. And if we, adult, if we have the baptism of your spirit, God, we're going to rejoice that day. Hallelujah. So we are asking you again, God, to turn every home into a God presence home through prayer and the reading of your word together and seeking you in the beauty of holiness. God, that they too will come out of those homes and they'll get back and get back in church, God, and begin to seek you and worship you. God, hallelujah, that you will save them too, baptizing them with the Holy Ghost within dwelling of the Christ of God. God, and with this reality, it's going to make us ready when the Lord come to get the righteous, as the scripture teaches us, that the day, that the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds of power and great glory with the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, and when he shout, God, the Bible declares that the dead in Christ shall come out of the grave, the rise first, they'll come out of the grave, God, and before those are alive on the earth with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, before they can go up to meet the Lord, they have to wait for those coming out of the grave because the scripture says that, hallelujah, they shall be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. Again, this morning, God, this is my hope and my prayer. And I trust and believe that everybody around the world is crying out to you God, that understand the truth. God, are praying, God, for that same thing, that that day that we'll be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray, and I do believe that I'm going to have what I ask because I do ask it in Jesus' name, and I do believe it so. Amen, and thank you, God. Good morning again, everyone. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem. And there is nothing that can happen to you today that God and you can't handle if you trust the God and let him keep him first in your life. And remember the word of God, that we live by his word, that he's going to do what he promised. So when we just prophesy to ourselves by demonstration of his word, by being righteous and holy, hallelujah, we're going to tell, pray and believe that we're healed, we're delivered, we're prosperous, and we're saved right now. And God's going to manifest it in your life as well. So again today, I bid you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.